Does that work better? No? Actually, yeah, it does. Yeah, I suppose it makes sense. Yeah. It's okay. the one. Wi-Fi. Uh, if Aaron said to turn off your camera to equality, because that Wi-Fi will work better. Yeah. I mean, it's a bit creepy. <laughs> it's fine. I mean, I don't mind. It's weird. It's kind of weird for us, but it's fine. It's grand. Um, we sympathize with lecturers now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's up to you guys. Like, obviously, if you want to do it in the same computer, it makes no You're sending us, Claudia's just sending us little love hearts and stuff just to let us know how she's reacting. That's good. Um, are you raising your hand? <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> to say because you won't be able to see me i'm just gonna raise my hand <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, okay i can already oh, tell God. this is gonna be fun down it um... <laughs>
when he's standing there, he won't look like he's 25. You know, it would take several miracles to do that. People people tried to make, you know, the 80-year-old Robert De Niro look 40 recently, and he just looked 80, you know. Yeah, um, I mean, yeah, that was a weird one. Yeah. He looked, I think the, the CGI on that did quite a good job of making him look a lot younger. The unfortunate thing is it can't fix how he walks as an 80-year-old yeah. and moves it also, as an 80-year-old. You know I mean? The problem is it may have made him look younger. The problem is they picked some actors who everybody knows what they looked like when they were that age. Well, yeah, that's true. As well, yeah. And it wasn't that. <laughs> no, they looked like different younger people. Yeah. Yes. Oh, hang on a second. Oh. It seems the exam is over and I can speak at normal volume. (laughs) (laughs) No, I thought that was an interesting idea. The idea of having an older man play a young man on stage because it happens the other way all the time. Yeah, true. Um, I mean, I would assume, maybe not, but I assume they're going to have to change it slightly. Um, I would assume they're not going to play it through as if everything is the normal setup of Hamlet, but who knows, maybe they... Yeah. Maybe it's, I don't know, off the top of my head, I'm wondering, are they going to play it as in some way that he discovers that his father may have been murdered much, much later, like, you know, much further removed yeah. from the event rather than just yeah. recently? Maybe um, so. But then how old would you have Claudius? <laughs> you, well, would that's you the have thing, yeah, Claudius, Claudius be very you know? old, yeah. I don't know. Um, it's an interesting thing. But, you know, because it suddenly changes so many parts of that role, you know. Mm. You, sir, could grow as old as I am. <laughs> yeah. You know, well, the odds are, you know, McKellen's 82, 83. So the odds are the guy playing the role will be, you know, 20 years younger than him. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, interesting. Um, it's an interesting idea. Cool. Um, we will leave it there uh, and we'll take a quick break. Uh, when we're back, we'll be joined by Laurie Cotton and Claudia Mills. Back in a second. And we're back and we're joined by Claudia and Laurie. How are you girls? I'm doing good. How are you? Uh, great. <laughs> sort of, there's just a massive voices over the top of each other there. Um, <laughs> uh, we are like right on top of showtime now, basically. We're two days away. Um, how are things going? Intense, but good. Yeah, we've seen a lot of growth, to be honest, at this point. Um, we were struggling at first you know because we neither of us really knew what we were doing zoom background wise all that sort of thing um but with lucy on board she's really helped us out and it's all kind of come together really quickly towards the end um so we think it's gonna be a really good show actually yeah, yeah massive shout out to lucy like see without her i honestly don't know what i would have done and just to the cast in general they've worked so hard and they take notes so well like couldn't have asked for a better cast and crew along with us to be honest for good, context good. for our listeners, that is uh, Lucy Walton. They're talking about their previous guest on this podcast. Yeah, who's done a lot of tech stuff um, in the background this year as well. So yeah. She's actually brilliant. I honestly don't know the speed yeah. she's done it. Sometimes when she can't come to a rehearsal, I've tried to do it alongside of watching the cast and giving notes and things. It's just impossible. The speed at which she does it, sometimes I end up accidentally adding a third person in and it just really disrupts the whole scene. Yeah. So you end up lighting the wrong she- person turns the camera off she's a proper zoom wizard so she is like see the stuff that she does i'm like i didn't even know it was possible to do this on zoom like <laughs> claudia obviously you have already directed for us um 
both this year in the form of Zoom, um, but also generally. Um, this is your fourth show now? Fourth? Yeah. Fifth, um, if you include Ghostlight for... Fifth, oh, if you include Ghostlight, of course, yes. yes. Of course we include Ghostlight. We always count Ghostlight. Thank you. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. Um, but, Laurie, this is your introduction to everything. Um, I know. <laughs> how's, how's it going for you? I'm really loving it, to be fair. Like, it's just, it's really exciting to get into something new. And, like, this is the best society for it. Everybody's so lovely and so helpful. So it's been really fun, to be honest. Like, especially with COVID, I feel like it's really good to have, like, a wee hobby. I'm enjoying it. Hell of a deep end to jump in at. Yeah, um, <laughs> yes, I suppose. I've never, I've, ne- I've never done anything like this before. Therefore, I shall direct the importance of being earnest. <laughs> you know? yeah. To be fair, um, it's, it's Claudia's help that, does it the most for me to be honest I don't know where I'd be without the help of her because she's got loads of plays I don't know what I'm doing either to be honest with the first (laughs) all and hoping it sticks at this point (laughs) (laughs) magically fallen together it wasn't the plan it just somehow did (laughs) one of the things I think about this that's most interesting is it's like two worlds colliding basically Mm -hmm. um because the idea of Oscar Wilde that everyone has in their head and the importance of being earnest and then um, doing it on Zoom. Um, yeah. <laughs> how have you guys found that? Because um, I, I it feels a bit like a culture clash, but of course anything can work on Zoom if you do it in the right way. Like, I, <clears throat> I feel like it. I don't know. It, it shouldn't go together, but it does. Like, there's something about it that makes it funnier and more interesting. Like, it's just because you're getting to see people's facial reactions a lot more than you would if they were on stage. And it's so funny. It's so, so funny. And the thing is, as well, is, you know, when we were doing it um, a few weeks ago before Lucy really got involved fully, um, we had everyone on the screen at the same time and it was a lot to look at and it probably was quite intense to watch and go, I have no idea where everyone stood, who anyone's looking at. Yeah. The way that Lucy's set it up for us and helped us along the way, it's so, you feel like you're in the room with them, you know, you know where everyone stood, the logistics of the room all makes sense. It feels like a stage play in a really strange way. Yeah. So it comes together well. Lucy did such a great job of that. Like, it really just, like, made all the difference. You really should have got Lucy to do this podcast. I know, yeah. (laughs) I was going to say, I feel like we're missing her now, yeah. (laughs) Uh, We have some sort of interesting casting uh, choices in this one, uh, both in terms of people playing certain roles, but also uh, multi-rolling. Do you want to talk about that a little bit? Yeah, um, I mean... Matthew does a brilliant job as Lady Bracknell. Like, it's absolutely hilarious. It's so funny. Even in his audition, like, straight away, as soon as he, like, smacked the book, I was like, he's the one for the role. It was so he funny. Was brilliant. You know, we just yeah. assumed when he came on to do the call, he was going to audition for Jack or Algernon or something like that. And he just suddenly went, no, I'm auditioning for Lady Bracknell. And then just went into it. He had this notebook ready. He was slapping it. He used a fan. He's just so... <laughs> Lady Bracknell. There's no way to describe it other than that he is Lady Bracknell. Yeah, he gets it down to a tea. He really, really cracks me up. And even Keelan, see him doing the multi rolling. Like most of the ideas for all three characters were, it was him coming to us, being like, "Should I do this? Should I try this?" And he's brought a lot more to a role that wasn't supposed to be as big a part as it is. But he just makes it so funny. His scenes have become like very quickly some of my favorite scenes. They're just mm. brilliant. Um, yeah. 
yeah, he's really brought a characterization to all three characters, you know, and he was the one who came to us the other day and was like, I'm less confident with one of the roles. Can you help me out? Can we do a one-on-one and build that character to a yeah. more strong level that the other two are at? And he really has just pulled it out of the water. It's brilliant. Yeah, see when he does Charleville, it's it's hilarious. It's going to be a delight to watch. I honestly cannot wait for people to see that scene, Laurie. Yeah, I know, it'll be so funny. <laughs> the scene that we just love. Um, <laughs> how how do you find your dynamics work as co-directors? Um, is it is it a good cop, bad cop sort of thing? or? Um, oh, well, not necessarily. I think that we usually have a lot of the same notes. I think a lot of the time we write something down and be like, oh, you did that too. Like, we yeah. were quite in sync with each other. We are. And I think also we mute ourselves whilst they're doing the performance. We get most of our meme comments out before we give notes. <laughs> no, <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> no, yeah, like Laurie was saying, we tend to be thinking the exact same things. We will look at our notebooks and be like, you wrote that, I wrote that. Um, so when it comes to them giving notes, we feel like we're overlapping each other. Yeah. But I think it shows a sort of united front, you know, when we're trying to explain to an actor what we want sometimes you know when you're trying to explain something and someone's just not quite getting it it's really helpful to have someone else you can explain it in a slightly different way use a slightly different metaphor and help it all kind of come together and I think it really has just unlocked a different level of um sort of connection between us and the cast because they've got a sort of united front from us and the support from us yeah I agree I couldn't agree more to be honest we'll uh, move on to our final section, our uh, our cultural recommendations. Um, oh God, not this again! Not this again! Wait, wait, what is this? What? Well, you, you don't. Have it's you okay. It's okay. Podcast? You don't. Oh, I'm here. Started here. <laughs> <laughs> it would be my first year of players. You have to accept my mistakes. <laughs> um, basically, Laurie, we're just uh, asking for. It doesn't have to be three. Just um, some recommendations of stuff that you have been watching or listening to or reading or just generally enjoying <laughs> oh, God. Um, that other people might want to look into the other night I made Claudia watch Vanilla Sky with me I love it I don't know I, I feel like it doesn't have that good a written on the internet but I enjoy it for all it's like cheesy <laughs> references and stuff like it's got like a big twist to it and I just enjoyed it to be honest it's got a twist that you could never even imagine yeah you can imagine yeah and it kind of melts your brain because the entire way through you don't know what's going on and then right at the end it makes sense but still doesn't really make sense. <laughs> yeah, I like yeah. it. I don't know. It's got Jeff Bridges in it and it's probably one of the only movies with Tom Cruise in it that I actually like. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm kind of the same. I'm not a massive Tom Cruise person. I haven't actually yeah. seen Vanilla Sky but it's one of those ones I've thought I should watch that because it seems like an interesting Tom Cruise film. Yeah. Also, watch it and tell me what you think. <laughs> yeah, great. Uh, Claudia, do you want to take your turn now? Okay. Um, oh, I'll tell you what I watched last night. Um, I watched Solar Opposites. So it's on Disney Plus if anyone wants to watch it. Um, but it's really weird and strange. It's kind of. Um, it's Is this the, uh, the animation? Of... Yes, it's got the same. Yeah, I've seen it. Advertised. Um, but it's really super weird. So it's basically about um, this family of aliens that get crashed on Earth and eventually want to take over Earth and repopulate it with their own alien life form. Um, but there's loads of different subplots going on. So there's the kids who are at school, there's the adult aliens who are kind of trying to be liked in society. And then what they've also got is the little boy and girl decided um, that when humans annoy them, they're going to shrink them down and put them in their wall. 
And basically then there's a whole bunch of wall people who survive <laughs> within this wall with just the sweets that they're given by these children. Um, and it's about the sort of revolution and uprising that they have inside the wall, but that's only such a small subplot of the show. I was watching it and I had no idea what was going on, but I also loved it. Um, that sounds <laughs> so amazing. That sounds amazing. Yeah, that sounds both really, brilliant and really horrifying at the same time. Yeah. It's really entertaining. <laughs> Back to you, Laurie. Um, you have to get another one now. <laughs> I actually have another one now. I've been um, reading like a Michael Palin book. It's like Pole to Pole, which like Michael Palin like is like from Maldive Pythons and stuff mm. like that. And like he's just I'm not really into like travel stuff, but like especially not reading travel books. But like he's the only person I know that can make a travel book hilarious just because of his like background as a comedian. And like he's just it's just it's so fun to read. Like it's just him traveling about and just talking about it. But he does it in such an interesting and funny way. He's a funny man, very intelligent. Yeah, his, he's he's really good. Um, his like TV shows, um, of yeah. like, his oh God, travels yeah. are are really good. Um, and he does a really good thing where he can be funny and like joking about people or joking about certain things without being like disrespectful to them. Yeah, I don't know exactly. how he does it. It's, he really toes the line really almost, well. He almost like gets them in on the joke as well. Yeah, like, the way that it, it's just he's so smart. Like. I think he's like one of the nicest people ever as well. Yeah, he seems he, just be such a nice person. Yeah. He like he created this like center for like people that have like speech language issues because his daughter was like, um, I think she might have had like a stammer or something. So he gives a lot of money to that, which I really respect. Cause like I like I went to like speech therapy for like eight years. So I don't know, I have mad mm. respect for the man. He's just really fun. Yeah. Yeah. Speech therapy. <laughs> what is it? <laughs> <laughs> I've ruined that part of the podcast now. Hamill, that has to go in. Oh my god. (laughs) (laughs) Laurie knows I'm joking. It's okay. Still. (laughs) It speaks speaks to a pattern of behavior, Mills. (laughs) It does. Now you can see why I'm good, cop. Lovely. So um, Claudia, do you, do you want to take your turn? Yeah, yeah sure. Uh, <laughs> uh, right, I've been listening to a podcast. I told Laurie about it. It's brilliant. Um, it's called Other People's Lives, which is basically these two guys, um, these two American guys, basically set up a podcast, which is just people making weird and wonderful confessions and telling stories about things that have happened in their life. And it's all done anonymously. So there's loads of different types of ones. You know, there are people who I listened to one last night, which was um, a uh, man telling me, well, telling the world that his um, father killed his mother and explaining the story and how it happened in front of him when he was nine years old. Um, But then there's other things, you know, there was a girl who came on who was saying um, that she'd been stalked by this guy and she came home from a weekend away at her parents' house and he had been sleeping in her bed and he was sat on the bed waiting for her and how terrifying that was. You know, there's people who've said, you know, oh, my dad killed my sister. And then there's funny ones, which is just people who have like blood fetish is and they just like love people bleeding and stuff like that and it's it's completely ridiculous each episode's got different things you know there's a girl who survived a genocide which was really interesting um but it's just kind of you know for half an hour you get to listen to someone else's story it makes you realize i maybe my life's not too bad you know i was gonna say it sounds pretty heavy 
Um, <laughs> I, like, I like how your example for a funny one was someone who has a blood fetish. <laughs> she likes to dress up as a vampire and like bite people, and it, she does it in a really funny way. There's a girl who loves clowns, and she gets turned on by clowns, and her and this other clown just kind of three pies at each other and got really aroused by it. Each episode's, really... each episode's about a different person, then, yeah? Yeah, it's really great. Other people's lives. <laughs> There you oh, it's, go. It, it certainly sounds interesting. Yeah, I'll give you that. Wow. Uh, well, anyway, um, <laughs> we, we will leave that there. Um, the importance of being earnest is on this Wednesday and Thursday, which is the 31st of March and the 1st of April. Um, you can watch it as ever by going to our Facebook page and finding the Zoom link there. Um, our social media is Chris. We are uh, Queen's University Players on Facebook. We are at QU Players on Instagram. And you can email us uh, at players at qub.ac.uk with any questions that you might have. Uh, you can also DM us on any of our social medias for the same thing. Yeah, absolutely. Um, we would appreciate if you watched our show. It would be great. Yes. It, you're going to enjoy it. It's a good play. <laughs> and it's free. <laughs> Yeah. It's worth remembering. As ever. Yeah. Come and see. <laughs> um, cool. Uh, Claudia and Laurie, thank you very much for coming on. Um, thank you. No problem at all. Uh, Mims, we'll be back next semester at some point, we presumably. Um, we don't know when, but we'll be back. Um, until then, uh, thanks for listening, everyone, and bye. 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 <laughs> I didn't know whether I was supposed to join in on the vibe, but I wanted to. <laughs>